Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And if you know about us, then you know that we love adding value, creating value, capturing value. It's all about value. And I hope that you get value from being in this conversation with us. If you're a regular tuning in CEO, hey, we're just honored to be on the journey with you. And we hope this continues to add value to you. If you're new, welcome to the conversation. And uh, we're just excited that you would join with us. Today, we're going to be talking about money. Uh, we know really the conversation is actually a deeper conversation about value. Dr. Steven, I'm excited to have a really important conversation with us because what happens is we often put the lid on our practice growth and potential because of our own beliefs. And if there's a limiting belief regarding money, then that would be something that we would need to address. So we're going to, we're going to go after it. Dr. Steven, it's uh, an honor to be with you in the studio today. Great to see you. Dr. Pete, as always, what a pleasure and what an awesome conversation because we know that we are 25 minutes away from having created a mind shift for so many of our listeners. If this caught your attention when you saw we were going to be talking about money mindset, um, that typically means you're a person who's like, man, I know that I could probably upgrade my mindset and create a greater level of abundance in my life. And, you know, the magnetism that comes with really owning the value of what you deliver to your community and the difference that you make as a practice, as a business, as a practitioner, as a chiropractor in your community, in your patients' lives, in your family's lives, changing the health trajectory of families for life, right? So when you start realizing the bigness of the work that we get to do, our calling, our purpose, our impact, that might be you right now, right? So, or maybe you're like, actually, doc, <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually uh, at a different place. Like I am struggling. Like I'm just struggling with uh, the concepts around fair exchange with my patients. I'm really having issues with conversion and retention and collections. And I hear too often people just complaining about the cost or man, it's expensive or, you know, I've really just seen this, this disconnect between the value that I'm delivering in the business and, or maybe it's coming from you. Maybe you're at a place where you're like, man, I'm just not really all that sure of, you know, what I'm doing and what I'm charging and the value that I'm delivering and the impact that I'm making. And it's maybe your mindset is limited around, man, is there a real value exchange? Maybe we're out of integrity. Maybe we're out of fair exchange because I feel like I'm maybe overcharging or maybe I'm asking too much of you. I don't know where you are in your, in your journey right now or in your mindset, but all of those limiting beliefs, those are all containers that are creating capacity blocks in the growth of your business and the impact that you're going to make in your community and ultimately the income that you're going to make as a business owner. You know, Dr. B, there's another side of this as well where we can talk about the teams because when we're talking about the mindset, it's not just the mindset of you as the practitioner or as the business owner. 
it's the mindset of your team itself. Like, so um, you, you show me the mindset of the team around the value of the care that you're delivering and the cost that you're charging for that care. If there's a limiting belief there, that's going to greatly impact conversions. It's going to impact attraction. It's going to impact retention. And it's definitely going to, it's going to impact your collections, right? So, uh, and that's really, as we know, that's where the rubber hits the road. If you want to ask the question, the hardest question, which is how much value does this community see in the services that we deliver into this community? Take a look at the top line revenues, right? So that, that just tells the story, which is why collections, the money is just such a critically important conversation for us to have and a mindset for us to get right. So we always talk about how if you want to fix a downstream problem, you have to go upstream. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to go upstream. We just may go a little further upstream than we normally do, because oftentimes when we talk about it through the lens of, let's say, your vital signs, you know, at the end of the day, it all comes down to all the work and energy and effort and everything that went into hiring and training and developing your people and putting the systems together and doing all that, all of that actually is going to come out in a metric at the bottom, which is ultimately revenue. You know, how much revenue did this business generate? How much, you know, ultimately did we value, did we add and that, that value did we, did we capture this month, this quarter, this year, over the last three years or whatever it might be. So that's downstream, but we're going to go up to the top of your, let's call it your vital signs. And then we're going to go above your vital signs today. So we're going to go above kind of like the principles above down inside out. We're going to go all the way upstream. We're going up because we're going to go into the mindset and we're going to go into beliefs. And I believe that this is going to just be an empowering, like you said, 25 minutes of, you know, if we can make one adjustment and that's usually all it takes, right? It's an it's the hole in one kind of thing. If you can make the one adjustment here, it can have a huge effect on everything that's going to be going on downstream. And so, Dr. Steven, this is this is such a vital, vital conversation because I think you and I, we can go into our history. You know, we work with enough docs so we have visibility into their history and their beliefs and how it's affecting them. And you know, I, I always think about, you know. Where are you coming from? Like under what, what are, what's your influence, right? Because we're all under the influence. It's just what influence are you under? And are you coming under your influence on the money mindset? Is it coming out of a place of fear and lack? Or is it coming out of a place of love and abundance? Really? And really that to me is if I'm, if I'm just being straight out of the gates, just shooting at it. It's like, I know what it feels like to come out of a place of fear and lack and I know what it feels like and what it's what it is to be coming out of a place of love and abundance. And what has to happen, I think, for all of us is we have to check ourselves and we have to assess our team. And as a CEO, Dr. Steven, you said this, it's our role as the CEO leading the business and empowering our team is that we actually understand what their beliefs are, not just around the philosophy of chiropractic, which is really important, but also what's their belief system around the value that you add, the money side of things, because that actually could be the thing that's inhibiting people from your community ever crossing the threshold of your office or people that come to your office from ever being able to start care or people that start care from ever staying under care. 
this could actually be the thing that's the the roadblock that's the barrier the subluxation right now that's going to if we can remove this to help you re reach the new levels the next levels in your business and practice growth dr steven this is such an important conversation i'm so glad we're having it right now it's the perfect metaphor dr pete subluxation there's a subluxation in your belief system or your team's belief system and let's just start there right because what we recognize is that you know, in nature, you know, their natural expression of the human body or a principled chiropractic business or a garden, right, or a uh, vineyard, right, the natural expression is growth, right, is, is abundance. We have, a, we have an abundant world, right? So there's an extraordinary, extraordinary abundance. As long as there's no interference there's going to the, nat to the natural expression of growth and abundance in any system, right? So in your practice, your business is no different, right? So let's just think about like, what are the causes of that subluxation, that interference to the growth of that business from a revenue perspective, from a profit perspective? And it can be, this is a many faceted gem <laughs> that we're going to try to pull apart here. So I'm going to suggest that we try to, we try to eat this elephant in three big bites, right? So let's talk about just the individual person, the owner, the business owner we're talking to right now, remarkable CEOs we're talking to you right now is like your own personal mindset around money and what you bring into that practice and into that business. Let's think about you as a chiropractor. And you're the one that's delivering this value into your community, right? And then let's also think about your team and your team's mindset around money. Because if any of those three things are sideways, you're going, you're going to, at the, at the very least, you're not going to realize your potential, right? At the worst, you, it could be catastrophic, right? And it could just lead to, let's face it, failure and stress around money and misery and lack, et cetera. So, you know, let's, uh, Let's start adjusting these mindsets now. This is go all the way upstream, Dr. Pete. Let's talk about just as, as an individual. The truth is, is most of us inherited a mindset, right? So, you know, we're all coming from a history. We're all coming from a family, right? And as, you know, with all families, there's levels of blessings. And, you know, those blessings come in different forms, whether it's support or challenge. You know, the very often the challenges are on the money side of the equation, right? So there's, you know, there's most of us, grew up in, you know, if you're, if you're anything like Dr. Pete and I, and Pete, I'm going to speak out of school here on this, but, um, you know, our, our homes could be described as this beautiful collision of two dysfunctional systems, right? It's like our mom and our dad, right? All right. And, you know, they were just doing the best they can, right? So, and I mean, I grew up in a, in a house that was incredibly rich, right? So, Rich in love, <laughs> definitely not in money, right? Um, my parents got pregnant at 18. <laughs> you know, they had three kids by the time they were 21. They, they had nothing but love, <laughs> right? So, you know, there was always this level of uh, a consciousness around lack. And when we ever did get our hands on any monies, you know, we'd spend it as fast as we made it. You know, fortunately, my awesome parents knew that, you know, the best thing that they could do would invest in our, their children and our education. And they just put us on a track on a road and that they did very, very well. But as far as like having great mentors and role models early on for, you know, creating a, an abundant financial mindset and healthy financial habits and culture uh, and what it meant to build great wealth. I just didn't have that uh, early on. But what I did would get was a work ethic, right? Which I would trade, I wouldn't trade for anything, right? So at the end of the day, I was taught how to build wealth. But that was a, a second lesson I had to learn was how to manage the wealth and how to create abundance through being a good steward of the wealth, right? That, that wasn't 
taught to me uh, by my home, <laughs> you know, but uh, the work ethic was incredibly valuable, right? So what we were, what we were taught was if something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. And if you do it right, you should get paid well for what you do. And that was, that was the beginning for me. So that was my mindset early on. Although I didn't have great role models for building wealth, I absolutely had a mindset of, listen, if you want something, you need to work for it. And anything you do in work, anything worth doing is worth doing right. And you should get paid well for it, right? So that was my mindset that I carried into the world as a young man. And, and I look at that as like an incredible blessing. As much as I had a blind spot on exactly how to build wealth, I knew how to make money. You know, you're, you're reminding me of, again, without going over my past history as well, one of the things that I grew up, you know, one of the things that I saw, which I really am grateful for, was generosity. You know, I saw that my my father was a business owner. So I grew up in a family, you know, where my dad, you know, was a sole person working for the majority of my childhood. Once the children were raised, my mom re-engaged uh, in working, but she was able to not do that while she was raising us, which I'm grateful for. But I also saw that my 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 parents, they were very generous. So I picked up one thing, which was generosity. And there was a belief system that we grew up with, which is that God will never be outgiven in, in generosity. Like you can never outgive God. And it was almost like this concept of the, the all the wealth, all the money that, that we receive, you know, it comes from, it comes from God, you know, and I, I grew up with that belief. And I remember I had some patients that would come in and, you know, practicing in the, in the South, in the Bible Belt, you know, I, I heard a lot of different things about money, you know, and, but but one of the things that really resonated with me was when patients would pay for their care, let's say they paid in full or they'll pay, they'd pay for like their daughter and their family's care. If they were like the grandparents that said, we want to gift them this year and we're going to spend $7,000 and get them care or whatever it was, I'd have that happen. But it was, it's not our money anyway. You know, it's God's money, which is an interesting, so it was like, there's a lot of these beliefs that really, when I started thinking about them, I was like these were liberating beliefs. It was like how you can't outgive God. I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. Like, test me in this kind of thing, you know. Where it's, but I saw and I and I saw it demonstrated. I saw my parents always were helping other people out who were struggling, um, and it was really awesome for me to be able to experience that. We weren't, you know, well, like you said, we were rich in in love and all the things. But what 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 we did have, we always gave, you know, and that was awesome for me to see. But the thing that I recognized that was a challenge for me was not having a vision for what, you know, what the financial future should be. People would say, how much money do you want to make? How much do you want to be worth? You know, what do you, what do you want your net worth to be? And it was like, I don't know. Like, how do yeah, you know what's your how number? to answer that question? Like, what's your number? And so it's a really important question that I think we need to ask as the CEO talking to the CEO first is what's your number? Like, how much more do you have to make? Like, how much farther do you need to go? Like, what's your number? Like, and what's the cost on that going to be to you, your health, your family? Like, what is that number? And, and, and I think it's a very personal answer. Okay. There, there's, there's, there, there's a, the wrong answer is, I don't know, but the right answer is, this is what it is based on my core values, based on my vision story, based on those things. So to me, it always goes back to what's your vision story? What is your core values? You know, if you're married, what is that for you as a family? What is that for you and your spouse? Like, what is that? What is the, what is the number that should come out of the vision story that you have? And 
the values that you have. And that should influence it. And for me, an area of subluxation was not having clarity, not being able to answer those questions, not knowing what the answer was, or not being on the same page with my wife, or not being united in what that could be or should be. And those were subluxations for me that it's like, why are you working the way you're working? Why are you doing all the things you're doing? And it's like, because I have this vision for the money and it's, and, but if your spouse or significant other is not on that same page, it's like, you could be just going in these separate directions. And, and, and and that is a big deal. So for me, it's, it's having a vision story where it includes the financial a number and what you're trying to accomplish and being united with your spouse or significant other, if that's how, if you are a family and getting on that same page about that, because like you said, Dr. Steven, we come from a background of like, where's the, where's the tools, man? Oh, you want us like, is that the field you want us to clear? <laughs> All right, man, just show me where the field is and where the tools are. Like, we're going to clear that field right now. That's our mindset. So that's always been the, that's never been the issue. The issue is, do you have a vision? Is your vision clear? Is it, is it from God? Does it include generosity? Is it aligned with your values? Are you united with your part, with your spouse, with your, you know, it, it's like all those things were the, where the rub hit. And I felt that if I didn't have those things in place, God would put a lid. He would prevent those things from breaking through. So That's I'm right. just speaking very, I'm, I'm speaking very openly and honestly. I felt yep. that I was withheld at times from the abundance that was possible because I wasn't in alignment. Because I didn't have my ducks in a row, I didn't have a vision. I didn't submit my vision to God. I wasn't united with my with Mary on the things. I, I wasn't clear about, it. and that was actually it. Wasn't that you weren't able to work? You weren't working hard or any of those. Nope, that wasn't it. It was actually a bigger deal. And so that to me, Doctor Stephen, was a subluxation that I recognize as a CEO. Man, I got to get that part right because there's a the windows of heaven. It, it all comes from above. So. It's just a matter of, am I doing my part right? Am I stewarding the things that I've been entrusted with and things I have influence over? Have I handled that, right? So. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today. To that question, like what's your number? And so it's a really important question that I think we need to ask as the CEO talking to the CEO first is what's your number? Like how much more do you have to make? Like how much farther do you need to go? Like what's your number? Like, and what's the cost on that going to be to you, your health, your family? Like what is that number? And, and, and I think it's a very personal answer. Okay. There, there's, there's, there, there's a, the wrong answer is I don't know, but the right answer is this is what it is based on my core values, based on my vision story, based on those things. So to me, it always goes back to what's your vision story? What is your core values? You know, if you're married, what is that for you as a family? What is that for you and your spouse? Like, what is that? What is the, what is the number that should come out of the vision story that you have and the values that you have? And that should influence it. And for me, an area of subluxation was not having clarity, not being able to answer those questions, 
not knowing what the answer was or not being on the same page with my wife or not being united in what that could be or should be. And those were subluxations for me that it's like, why are you working the way you're working? Why are you doing all the things you're doing? And it's like, because I have this vision for the money and it's, and, but if your spouse or significant other is not on that same page, it's like, you could be just going in these separate directions and, 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 and that is a big deal. So for me, it's, it's having a vision story where it includes the financial a number and what you're trying to accomplish and being united with your spouse or significant other, if that's how, if you are a family and getting on that same page about that, because like you said, Dr. Steven, we come from a background of like, where's the, where's the tools, man? Oh, you want us like, is that the field you want us to clear? <laughs> All right, man, just show me where the field is and where the tools are. Like, we're going to clear that field right now. That's our mindset. So that's always been the, that's never been the issue. The issue is, do you have a vision? Is your vision clear? Is it, is it from God? Does it include generosity? Is it aligned with your values? Are you united with your part, with your spouse, with your, you know, it's like all those things were the, where the rub hit. And I felt that if I didn't have those things in place, God would put a lid. He would prevent those things from breaking through. So I'm just speaking very, I'm I'm speaking very openly and honestly, I felt that I was withheld at times from the abundance that was possible because I wasn't in alignment. Because I didn't have my ducks in a row, I didn't have a vision. I didn't submit my vision to God. I wasn't united with my with Mary on the things. I, I wasn't clear about, it. and that was actually it. wasn't that you weren't able to work, you weren't working hard, or any of those. Nope, that wasn't it. It was actually a bigger deal. And so that to me, Doctor Stephen, was a subluxation that I recognize as a CEO. Man, I got to get that part right because there's a the windows of heaven. It, it all comes from above. So. It's just a matter of, am I doing my part right? Am I stewarding the things that I've been entrusted with and things I have influence over? Have I handled that, right? So as you bring up, you know, Mary and how you guys had to land on a vision because it was it would be the vision that you're working towards, right? And it would, be, it would have to be a shared vision so you, can wear, so you can work towards that together, right? So we're pulled by our vision, we're pushed by our purpose, right? So for you guys to get on that same page, so you're working together to manifest that and, you know, so it's just so happy. I'm so happy because I'm, I'm reminded, like looking at your new background, that new backdrop is you guys have just, you know, purchased a new home, right? Like this big, yep. beautiful homestead that was a holy shit moment for you making that kind of an investment, but it's the homestead for your family. And you knew you were investing in something that was going to create an environment where you're going to be able to, you know, create the, the family experience and memories that you wanted for your children. That's an extraordinary investment, right? That's a money mindset, right? To be able to say, listen, I'm okay to get a, you know, to stretch myself here because it's worth it based on my core values and my vision story for, you know, me and my family. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's a manifestation of it. And, you know, I remember with, with Camilla, as I met Camilla, what I recognized was all of my strengths around knowing how to, I had the mindset around, I'm, I have no fear around money because I always know how to make more. And I used to think that I'd be pounding my chest when I would say something like that. But what a terrible limiting belief system around that is like, what I just said is I'm raising my hand to be a laborer for the, my entire life is like, listen, I don't have any fear about money because I always know how to make more, right? So, which implies I'm going to spend what I have and then I'll make more as like, you know, and that was like, that was a limiting belief, right? So I met my wife and, you know, Camilla she had a, she'll be the first one to tell you, she had a broken money blueprint. She just came from an environment where money was a problem. 
it not, it's not that they lacked money, they had money, right? So, but it was the attitude around money. It was always stressful in her home. Like her, her family had a lot of stress, just negativity around money, even though there was, let's say, I'll say it, there was an abundance of it, right? So, but she'll be the first one to tell you, it was just this really wonky, weird dynamic. So she inherited that, right? So next thing you know, you know, her, what, what the blessing in that for her was she was careful with money and she was very good at saving and she's, she'll tell you she's a squirrel, right? So uh, she was the kid that would collect up all her, her candy in a box under her bed and she would just hold onto it and it would, it would rot and she'd have to throw it away. Right? So she was just like, she's one who squirrels it away. You know, thank God <laughs> that Camilla came into my life uh, because, you know, we, we are, of course, the perfect yin and yang in the financial space as well. Like I know how to make money. She knows how to steward it and manage it and, and collect it and keep it and save it. So that's a powerful combination. As much as it causes stress and strain and strife between the two of us, she has fear around money. I have no fear around money. Together, you know, we serve each other because if it were up to me, Pete, we'd have a lot of cool stuff and great stories and be broke. Right? So, you know, instead, she changed that dynamic in our home. And together, what we recognized was we need to be good stewards of this as law of dominion, right? We knew that God would bless us with abundance in those categories where we demonstrated the capacity to manage well the things that he had trusted us with already, right? So, and we've just lived that out. We've walked that out. It's a, you know, it's, it, faith, the difference between belief and faith is faith implies taking action. And we've taken actions all through our 30 years together to make sure that we were accumulating wealth. And I, I just want to credit Dr. John Martini, who I've probably said his name 50 times in this podcast over the last couple of years, Pete, <laughs> uh, because he had such a big influence on us early on, right? So be really careful who you listen to early on, frankly, gang. So, you know, it's like the first turn out of the driveway, right? So if you come out of your driveway and you were supposed to go left and you go right, doesn't matter what you do after that. <laughs> so those, those first early turns, I mean, you can recover, but you lose so much time and ground, right? So fortunately, we were blessed with his influence early on. And he just taught us these laws of financial the way the financial dynamic and energies work, right? So, and how to be a good steward and practically how to do that. Things like forced accelerated savings technique and also really more importantly, the, the, the abundance mindset around that and understanding that, you know, people will travel whatever distance and paying a price to get my services of love was, a, you know, that was a chant that I just had to embrace that and be like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And that would create an imprint on us that just has lasted us to this day and has served us so well. And one of the laws of the jungle that he shared with me was incredibly impactful, which was the 10% rule, which is you'll have a visceral emotional response to something that's greater than 10, an event that's greater than 10% of your net worth, right? So if you gain more than 10% in an event, you'll have a lot of emotion around it, right? But that's like the threshold to really get you emotionally charged up, right? So it's like that that type of emotional response where it's visceral over 10%. But also on the other side of it is if you lose 10% of your net worth, like if the, that's going to create a devastating, it could create a devastating emotional response on the other side of it. I've always loved that uh, because, you know, Camilla and I, one of our primary core values is peace of mind. So for both of us, it's where we found common ground as a couple that building great wealth was about increasing the tolerance that we had or the buffer that we had for that 10% shift one way or the other, right? So peace of mind lives in that middle where you're not just, you know, you're not going to get 
as Demartini puts it, elated or depressed in the financial space. It's like if you're a good steward and you create great abundance and wealth, it, what you're doing is you're literally saving to buy the peace of mind that comes with that level of tolerance. So good. I, I love how you and, and Dr. Camilla have uh, just been such students of the life and specifically just what it, whether it comes to the vision stories, the core values, and then the financial side of things and how important it is and just the dynamic. So what I picked up a lot of things, but one thing is you have to have people in your life that are going to hold you accountable. That's one of the things I picked up on. It's really important to have good mentors. Number, number one, people that are ahead of you that have a mindset and a blueprint and a, you know, a, a belief and then a methodology that's actually truth and that, that uh, aligns with you. Number one, number two, you got to take the right turns early on. Now, if you're listening to this, you said, man, I wish I went left. I went right. And here I am listening to your podcast and it's been years later. What do you do? Well, you know, when's the next best time to plant a tree, right? 50 years ago was the best time. Now is the next best time. So the beautiful thing is that, you know, there's never been a better time to be a chiropractor. And, and Dr. Steven, I think the second, you know, mindset we're going to talk about is you as a chiropractor. And I, I loved what you said about, and I don't know exactly the quote that you would say to yourself as far as like, the people will thrive as far and wide to come us because, you know, they love. Yeah, that's love a, that's a Demartini classic that's quote is, is people will travel whatever distance and pay whatever price to receive my services of love. That's one of his financial mantras, which is just so powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful. You know, so just recapping, that was so powerful. But that accountability, having that accountability, people in your life who uh, can hold you accountable to you know, your goals. Once you set that goal, once you set the vision, then you have to be held accountable to that because there's always going to be um, something that's going to come in that's going to want to pull you in a different direction, right? So that's huge as far as getting this mindset right. It's a mindset, but then it has to become very practical. So second is you as a chiropractor. So talking about you as a chiropractor and your mindset. And I think it's so powerful, Dr. Stephen, what you just talked about, which was, you know, that you are giving a service of love, right? And people are going to come from far and wide and they're happy, enthusiastic, eager to pay for your services because of the value that you bring. And I remember I told my staff this all the time. I said, listen, you know, you know, the MasterCard commercials when they started coming out, I don't know how long ago it was, but they would have like, you know, you, uh, you know, going to the ball game with your, your son for his first ball game uh, and two tickets, like $87 each ticket you know, having, uh, getting him his first souvenir and, and getting him the Cracker Jacks bottle and singing, take me out to the ball game with everybody at the ballpark worth this much money. Um, taking that picture, you know, with him or whatever and, and getting in that, whatever, building the memories that are going to last a lifetime, priceless. And I would just tell my staff, I said, so then I would say, all right, so a new patient coming in our office for a new patient visit, $97. Somebody coming in and getting their first adjustment from me, $65, you know, getting their first care plan for them, just starting with just them only $3,000, them getting their life back, shaping their family history, changing the history of that family from now for the, for the rest of time and them having their life transformed completely priceless. That's what we do here. And I would say, <laughs> listen, guys, never lose sight of what we don't get caught up in the new patient cost and whether the x-rays are included or not. And what we're going to charge for the x-rays. Don't get caught up in the cost of that first adjustment. Don't, don't get caught up in that, that care plan and what it's going to cost them and how they're going to pay for it. Get caught up in the true value of what this is, which is priceless. And recognize that if we can get our head right 
and we're coming from the right place from top down, not bottom up, but from above down, I said, everything changes. We still hold everything loosely. We still give people the choice. They still get to decide, but it doesn't change my mindset. It doesn't change my belief about what we do here and the value of what we offer. So anyway, I just throw throw a little something. I, I out love there. that, but yeah, I love just, that. And when you start when you when you start going through the numbers like that, you know those are the costs of those items. But you know ultimately what their what their the punchline there is all of those the sum of the parts there is the value, right? So the, it's the impact that they make and. That's what people are really paying for, right? Is the value, right? But in the absence of value, the only reference point people have is cost. Um, so, you know, if you're finding that you are tripping over that conversion process or you're hearing from people, oh, yeah, it's, it's expensive or that's, you know, it's too expensive or I can't do it because it's, you know, the cost of it, what have you, just know that in the absence of value, the only reference point people have is cost, you know? So you've got to check yourself and check your teams creation of value, right? So those stages of value delivery or the value creation is that first is creating value, which is the education process, right? And then there's delivering value, which is the execution process. And then there's the adding value, which is the impression, right? So the the person's perception of, so the perception process, uh, and then it's capturing value, which is the collection process or the transaction process, right? So those are the four stages of value, where are you getting tripped up, you know, in your mindset and your belief is, you know, are you recognizing the huge value of what you're delivering in that practice? So in the creating value process, it starts with you is like, do you own the value that what you're delivering, what you're really doing in that practice for your people? You know, so if you feel like, oh, man, there's a cost or, oh, man, I feel like I'm selling, you know, at the end of the day, that's a mindset. That's a limited mindset, right? So you've got to take the shift from, oh, I'm selling chiropractic here to you're solving problems. As soon as you make that shift mentally that, oh, I feel like I'm selling chiropractic here, you, that's where you're going to feel the cost burden. That's where you're going to feel like, ah, oh, man, I hope it's not too expensive. I wonder if they're going to go for it. Those are the conversations you're going to have in your mind. If you make that shift from selling to solving, and you recognize that you've got a community full of people that are sick and suffering and they are seeking a solution, a better way to better health, and you are solving that problem, right? They've got a real health issue for them and their families. It starts with a paradigm which manifests in behaviors that actually produces outcomes that they're struggling with. And you just have to recognize that you have the solution. You and your business has the solution. So you shift from selling to solving. That's how you are making an identity shift for what role you play in their life. You know, if you, if you change your mindset, what you recognize there is, is like, well, the purpose of a business is to solve a problem for another person. And I own this business and we solve problems. So instead of thinking about like how, you know, stop thinking about making money. Think about solving problems. If you want to make millions of dollars, solve millions of problems, right? So if you want to make a lot of money, solve a lot of problems, right? So if you want to make a lot of money, so help a lot of people, right? So this is a, this is a mindset shift that's not just words. It's literally changing the way you think about the work that you do and the impact that you're making. Pete, I had an incredible phone call this week. The doctor's probably listening because she's a new TRP doc. She's, a, she's one of our remarkable um, CEOs now. <laughs> she just joined our program and she's coaching with one of our awesome coaches, Dr. Kale. And she wanted to do a phone call with me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to do it. So Nina set it up and I got on a call with her. And it was 
so ple- it was just such a pleasant surprise because she was just like, Dr. France, I just wanted to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, she's like, I wanted to thank you. And I'm like, all right, well, you're welcome. What did I do? <laughs> I was like, that's wonderful. What a nice way to start a conversation. Uh, and she's like, I just want to thank you because my now husband was your patient. And uh, you might not remember this, but you made him go to your better results, faster workshop, your wellness workshop. He was your patient and you made him go to workshop and he didn't want to go to the workshop and you made him go to the workshop, right? And he said, you don't have to go to the workshop, but if you want to be a patient here, you have to go to the workshop. So what do you want to do? So he came to the workshop and in that workshop, he had a, he had a paradigm shift that led him to selling his business and going back to school and becoming a chiropractor. And that's where she met this guy. And that was the beginning of their life together where now they have a beautiful family and they have a practice together, et cetera. So Dr. P, when we talk about like the value of what we get to do uh, as business owners, as chiropractors uh, on a day-to-day basis, man, if you need a mind chef, if you need to get a mindset shift of the bigness, like BJ used to say, you have no idea how far reaching something that we may say or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, CEOs. So today I'm in the studio with Dr. Andrew Powell with Better Balance Orthotics. This is a platinum success partner that we have in the remarkable practice. And he's helping support everything we're doing on the Australia side of the world. But also here in the U.S. Actually, we're doing this interview, and he's here in on the U.S. soil. So here you are in uh, in my zone of the world, and uh, so it's an honor for us to to have you on our CEO podcast once again. You are a a repeat interview. We only bring people back that we love and uh, that we want to hear from again because you've got good things to say. So I think we're gonna have a really cool business conversation today, uh, Doctor Andrew. Uh, before we jump in, though. Uh, tell the audience who you are, where you are, and what are you up to these days? Sure. So, P-Man, thanks for having me back. It's awesome to catch up. So, uh, yeah, like you said, Dr. Andrew Powell, an Australian chiropractor, about 20 years in practice there, a little more. Um, but here we're today to talk about our orthotics company, Better Balance Orthotics, which is just a totally different, don't be fooled by the word orthotic, it's different to anything else out there in the world. So we're excited about it. And we're excited to be bringing it to the world, really. Ever since our interview that we had about a year ago, I've been thinking about your product. I've been really thinking about you. You really stimulate a lot of things. And guys, if you want to go back and listen, and maybe he'll talk a little bit about it today, um, but just the science, the neurology behind the, the the product itself is just, it blew my mind when as a chiropractor, you know, I think we always think a little bit differently than everybody else. We're, we're looking for things, uh, you know, from above, down, inside out. We're not looking for anything outside in, right? So, and, and you were just, you, you really kind of blew my mind by, you know, the, the science, the technology and what you were doing there with the functional side of things. So maybe talk a little bit about that today, but I also want, I want you to share with us what you're up to. You're a business, you're a business owner, you have multiple businesses, you're in scale mode, you're, you're growing this year's going to be another big year of growth for your company. So I want to talk business with you today, but maybe just a little bit about you know, the, the genesis of the business, the better balance. Cause I know this is a business that you acquired and you've been running with now and building. So talk a little bit about that. And then uh, we're going to, I have a few more questions for you. Okay, cool. So just real quick, I guess um, this is a product I've personally used in my clinic for about the last 10 years. It was created by an Australian medical doctor to treat scoliosis. Um, and it works. It's amazing. But um, 
sadly, when he passed, he wanted someone to kind of carry on that legacy. So really, we just wanted to be able to continue to access the product. But, um, you know, he said to me, look, I know this has so much value for the world and I've just spent my life busy with my medical practice. I haven't had a chance to get it out there. And I think you're the person to do that. And funny enough, I, I used it in my practice for years, but I underused it. I just used it for scoliosis or plantar fasciitis, real obvious stuff, you know. But there was this evolution. The more I used it for different things, the more I realized how many different things it helped until I finally got to the point where it's like, everybody needs this. It, it kind of blew my mind. I was talking to a chiropractic neurologist and, and he said to me, I think everybody needs this. And I said, you know, if we understand innate intelligence, how is that possible? How can, like, where does it go wrong? And he said to me, look, I don't think it ever goes wrong. It just never goes right. He's like, think about a person who ran barefoot around the jungle their whole life 10,000 years ago versus what you or I or any other person who spent their whole life wearing shoes, walking on hard, flat surfaces. We just never get the proprioceptive stimulation that we were designed for. Right? And we know that that stimulation is what lights up the brain, what fires the brain. So, these are a step in that direction. They, there's no support in our athletics. They're simply made to stimulate the proprioception of the feet. And when I really got that and I really started to implement that, not just with people who had obvious problems, but really with everyone in our practice and to teach our docs to do the same, that's when things really started to just take off for us, for our patients, for the doctors we're working with. You know, it's really what's brought us to a point where it's like, man, we need to get this in the hands of every chiropractor on the planet. It's good. Well, we are, uh, we're proud partners, uh, with you, uh, doc, and, uh, we are on a mission to help you help more people, which is one of the goals of our success partners is you help our doctors help more people. So thank you for what you're doing. And I know you've got uh, some remarkable CEOs tuning in and listening to you today. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, now in your business, you know, what you've been learning. So you've taken over this business. Now it's a new business, new vertical for you. And you've now been in this space for a bit and you've been learning some things. So talk to me, you said some of the interesting things going on in your business right now. I want you to share with us a little bit about what's, uh, what's going on in the business right now, what you're learning. Uh, you know, we've got an audience of business minded CEOs here. So uh, let's talk shop. Sure. So Really, we are massively in the scaling phase of our business. You know, it's probably been two years. The first thing we did was we looked at everything with the business and went, what are all the things that clients stuck here and how can we fix them? So we rebranded, we made it easier for our docs, we made it easier for them to order. We just, because I'd been using the product for a long time, it was kind of easy to go, well, here's all the things I don't like about this and just do our best to make it seamless and smooth as possible. And, you know, I think we're at a point where we're pretty good with that. So now it really becomes about scale and adoption. So we're learning about how to communicate about this. And I guess the big lesson I've learned is it's one thing to get your products in people's hands. You know, it's one thing, and dogs get it. They, they stand on these, they feel them, you tell them about them. We're chiropractors, like they get it. They go, man, this is cool. But then you'll have one practice that just takes off like a rocket. You know, they're ordering 10 pairs a week. And you have another practice and they're ordering three pairs a year. And it was like, well, what's the difference here? You know? And so I guess that's been the next thing for us to really figure out is we know we've got this incredible product, but how do we build a communication systems with our docs and for them to communicate with their patients and then systems, you know, how do we just build it into a practice? So that's part of their initial exam, part of the report of findings, part of their care plan. It's just, part of the whole thing how do we make that seamless because when people really nail that down 
it, it becomes pretty effortless. So I guess scale and communication have been the big business focuses for us recently. Well, you, you said something when we were chatting before we actually pressed record here. Um, and you said a statement that really struck me. You said not using it to its full, fullest extent. You used that phrase. And I thought, how much of us, when you think about your life, think about a, a, you know, a team member and you ask the question, are you using this person? Using is probably the wrong word, but are you, are you leveraging this person's skills, time, energy, and focus to the fullest extent? Are you, you know, if you think about your office space, you think about capacity blocks, different things that, you know, blocks to growth. Are you truly using it to its fullest extent? You know, you think about your schedule. Are you really using your schedule to its fullest extent? When you made that statement, I thought, man, what an important question to ask. What an important revelation that you've had, a discovery. And you said, you know what? These doctors and these clinics, these they're not using this product this product to its fullest extent. And that was it. That was the, the real discovery. And I, I thought, man, that as CEOs, as we think about our business, we analyze our team, we analyze our marketing, our systems, our process, you know, our product. And you're talking about specifically a product and chiropractic is a product and the better balance orthotics are a product within the context of your product. They become part of the package if you choose to do it that way. Right. So you, you identified that there was this lack of um, using it to its fullest extent. And you said two things needed to shift. And I want you to talk about these right now. One was education. And number two is systems. So when you talk about scaling any practitioner who can take any product and take it to the next level, those were two things that I believe across the board apply. Can you talk about that, that shift that's happening right now and the consciousness for you and then now for the consciousness for your docs and what kind of outcomes are starting to see there? Yeah, because I mean, it's so true, right? Sometimes we're looking outside ourselves for the next big thing. And it's like, it's right here. We just need to make use of what we've got. So definitely communication was the first part, right? Communicating with our docs and helping them communicate with our patients. And to be honest, I think sometimes communication just comes down to practice and finding what works. Um, What was the magic thing for us? We did something called the Mind Body Spirit Festival in Sydney. And it's like a huge four-day convention of you know, everything weird and wonderful, crystals and all sorts of healers and whatever, the whole mind, body, spirit thing. And we thought, hey, let's just give this a go, right? It was the first time I'd ever tried to present our orthotics directly to the public, not in a practice situation. And so you've got thousands of people walking past. And so I kind of had to just nail down that like five minute spiel, right? These are cold people. They don't know anything about chiropractic or me. They've never met me before. And you've got to be able to communicate in a way that they get it and that they walk out with your product. Um, and we did that really successfully. And that kind of brought down to me, it's not about over-communicating, but just finding a few simple metaphors that really work. You know, so a lot of them, for example, I'd say, hey, if you had back pain and you wore a back brace every day, would that fix your back problem, right? And clearly, wouldn't your back might feel better, but it's not fixing the problem. I said, well, that's what regular orthotics are doing for your feet, right? It's like wearing a back brace on your feet every day. Here's how our orthotics are different. And that was like one of those little phrases that just clicked for people. I was like, oh man, as soon as you put it in that context, they're like right there with you. So finding those key, you know, you don't have to over communicate, but just finding those key things that really communicate your message clearly is so valuable. Once we kind of brought that back, that was one of the things that really allowed things just to take off. It's awesome. So obviously I want our doctors to be able to learn more about you, your product and 
and hopefully get it into their hands. So you're going to obviously have, you have folks listening from all over the world at this point, you know, on the podcast. So uh, tell us a little bit more about, you know, where you guys are at, what you're up to this year and how to get in contact with you, learn more, and maybe even stay on the watch list. Uh, if, 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 and when the things start opening up for you in other regions of the world, I'd love to hear that from you. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, the other thing is really about systems, you know, so that's just what we're working on systems for using them to practice systems for, getting them across the world so you know we absolutely are working on coming to the states we're in talks right now with some partners who are super excited to be part of that journey um obviously there's lots of regulation and lots of supply chain and stuff going on with that so that's what we're here to work out at the moment but hopefully that's happening this year so um if people want to get hold of us the easiest thing is really just to uh email my wife joey uh it's an info at betterbalanceorthotics.com and um you know shoot us a message. Um, we are talking with docs in the States right now. Um, I've fitted a bunch of docs, you know, the more the first step with everything, right? Part of our system, get it on the docs feed first, then have them fit their family and their team, and then go to the patients who film. You know, once you feel it, you own it, that's the best place to start. So even before we're kind of commercially into the States, if you'd like to check them out for yourself, get them on your own feet, you know, like we were talking about, we just fit uh, Steve and Sebastian, you know, we figured them all docs who are wearing these the better for us and the better for you so yeah we'd love to do that wonderful well thank you for uh meeting up with me today and for being uh an awesome uh, guest on our podcast and an, a remarkable success partner and helping doctors help more people so we really appreciate you we're rooting for you and your business and uh what you're doing to help humanity thank you for all your work and look forward to uh, seeing you soon and uh, again, appreciate all that you're doing for the chiropractic and chiropractors and remarkable practice as well. So thank you again. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. All right, friends. So that is, uh, that is an awesome interview and awesome time I've had here with Dr. Andrew Powell. So check him out. And uh, to learn more, go to info, email info at betterbalanceorthotics.com. You can talk to uh, Dr. Andrew's wife, Jody, and uh, they'll uh, help you out there, answer any of your questions. And uh, I also encourage all of you to remember to tune in next week for the next episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Until then, God bless and have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.